0: Hello, and welcome to Mandarin Slang Guide, MSG, the Chinese learning podcast that tastes great and probably isn't all that bad for you. I am Joshua Ogden Davis, and I'm here to bring you the most delicious words that aren't in your textbook and the stories behind them. LGBTQ issues can be hard to talk about in Chinese. Homosexuality was decriminalized in China in 1997, but the policy and censorship is still very conservative, so it can be hard for an outsider, like me, to learn the words that people really use to talk about LGBTQ issues. That makes the issues even harder to talk about, which reinforces the taboo, etc. You get it. So to break free from that, I sat down with a queer filmmaker and activist, Ashley Jiang, to get equipped with the words we can use to talk about LGBTQ people and issues. But before we got down to the language, I had a chat with Ashley about her work and her stories. Hi, Ashley.
1: Hi. Shuhua, should I call you in your Chinese name?
0: Either one is fine.
1: Okay, hi, Shuhua.
0: I don't actually know your Chinese name.
1: Jiang Mengjue.
0: Jiang Mengjue.
1: That sounds intimidating. <laughs> like the way <laughs> you <Mengjue>. pre- <laughs> explain yourself. <laughs> yeah, I'm not used to people calling me my like full Chinese name. Yeah, even my mom doesn't. So
0: so what do people call you if they call you in Chinese?
1: In Chinese, Ju mm-hmm.
0: ju That's my nickname. Like yeah,
1: that's my. That's
0: why you have a little orange at the end of your a little tangerine at the
1: end right. of your WeChat name. Yeah, because like Jiang they usually just print for some weird reason they pronounce Jue as Ju. So that leads to juzi. So I've been called like Little Orange since elementary school.
0: Nice. Yeah. So Ashley, can you tell me a little bit about who you are and what you do?
1: Should I reply to your question in that demeanor? You may use whatever
0: demeanor you find appropriate.
1: (laughs) Okay. So I'm Ashley. Chinese name is Jiang Mengjue. And Mm. I'm born and raised in Shanghai, China. Mm -hmm. Um, Right now, I'm a documentary filmmaker and also a career activist.
0: So what form does your activism take? How do you, how do you activate?
1: I'm running this project called Out China. Um mm-hmm. I started it three years ago when I was still um, in grad school back in Los Angeles. Um, so this project is about media advocacy. So I record um, and film stories of Chinese queer uh, people like couples, individuals, and activists. And I just put these stories online. So my goal is to humanize these people and, and in order to raise awareness and increase visibility of this very underrepresented community. Also, we do like explainer videos. For example, the introduction to China's LGBT for minutes is the mm-hmm. most viewed video on our YouTube channel. It's quite good. Yeah, it's yeah. I tried. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so yeah, so mainly videos, but also we have um, like some written pieces with those mm-hmm. photos and some art projects. So I'm trying to make it like a more like a multimedia storytelling project. But right mm-hmm. now, because I'm the um, person who's mainly operating it, so I produce videos mostly.
0: So what led you to start doing out China?
1: So um, because I came out at the age of 18, um, Mm -hmm. but back then I didn't have any knowledge of like, what does LGBTQ even mean? Um, But later on, I got a chance to study gender politics in France and later on went to LA, which is the center of the LGBTQ uh, movement. Mm -hmm. Um, So after those exposure to the queer activism in Western countries, um, I felt like I also want to tell stories of my community because Mm -hmm. from the Western media, they usually just portray Trade, they tend to like exoticize and sensationalize um, the queer communities here in China. So mm-hmm. I feel like because I have been like an active member in my local community, so mm-hmm. I want to share my experiences and tell the stories from a more objective perspective. Mm-hmm. So that's why I started Out China.
0: I had originally conceptualized Out China as something that you were doing uh, for the queer community here, but mm-hmm. now that I think about it, Out China is largely in English, isn't it?
1: Well, my original plan was to put it as pure English because the goal is to share share the Chinese stories with the international community. Mm-hmm. But later on, I found out actually Chinese people really need this kind of information because nobody dared to talk about these issues like loudly or actively in China because of the censorship and their personal stakes. Because these people live in China, mm-hmm. but back then because I was living in LA, so I don't have that kind of personal. Pressure, you know? Mm. So, yeah, it was originally in English, then we changed it into bilingual.
0: Are there any stories that have struck you as being particularly representative or particularly fascinating?
1: I'll say each of them, well, like, I feel like each story is my baby, so uh-huh. I don't know uh, if I can pick one particularly. But um, from a filmmaker's pers- perspective, I really enjoy the latest piece I produced, which was published on this year's Valentine's Day. So it's like Mm. a love story between an American girl and a Chinese girl. Mm -hmm. So they threw this public, very high-key wedding in Chengdu, in Sichuan province. Wow. So they don't, and this wedding is not just like a family celebration, but also they invited their queer friends to their wedding. And when they do the dance, they invited their queer friends to stand up to dance with them. Mm-hmm. So they actually use their wedding as a kind of activism in China, mm-hmm. which I feel is very badass. Yeah. Yeah, And also their love story is pretty sweet. So yeah, that's by far. Um, it's Because it's very um, sweet, like optimistic, um and beautiful so yeah. i really like it and uh, obviously um those followers on my Weibo also love it so it got almost like 300 no 3.8 million views before it was taken down this taken year down. Yeah. yeah yeah but it it lived for like 4 months because it was posted on in February and it was taken down in June so i tried to upload it again mm-hmm. but i felt like the the censor apparently just locked it yeah. so the ai did its job, yeah. so it was never allowed to publish again.
0: Chengdu is one of the more, it's one of the more accepting, liberal sort of cities.
1: It used to be, but um, especially oh. yeah, in the past two years, I would say, because um, there's a local NGO trying to support like queer activism in China. Right. So. That fund existed for only like two or months before it was shut down. Oh. So because people f- felt like Chengdu is a safe haven for um mm. people in China, so they choose that specific c- city. But like the censorship and the strike down just became like more and more severe. So
0: flew too close to the sun, mm-hmm. attracted too much attention. Yeah. Are there any stories that you feel are especially humanizing or that sort of uh, embody a message that you really want to portray to foreign audiences or even to local Chinese audiences?
1: Um, I, I say it's it doesn't come from one single story, but from like the group of messages conveyed from these videos. Because at the very beginning, I started out China with interviews with only LGBTQ activists in China, meaning mm. those people who work in the NGOs. Uh, because I started project project, uh, because of my inspiration from those queer activists I met in LA uh, Mm -hmm. at the LA LGBT Center, where they have a program supporting Chinese queer activists. So I feel like I'm just giving them the mics, giving them the chances to speak out, and people will take whatever messages they want to take from these stories. So basically, I'm providing a platform for them to speak out in their authentic voice.
0: Through the process of creating this content and from listening to so many people's stories, do you feel that it has changed yourself or your own views in any way?
1: For me, I just feel like I finally found the mission of my life because, Mm -hmm. um, with the very chaotic political and social atmosphere, I don't know, I don't have enough facts and information for me Mm -hmm. to choose a side or to even uh, utter what my like political viewpoints right but for me because of my personal experience um growing up as a queer person i just feel like that's something i 100 percent have believing but we don't have the equal rights we don't have um like enough production and we are even oppressed in china so i just feel like that's something i really want to put my life's efforts into doing
0: These things can be hard to talk about, largely because they're not necessarily accepted by the mainstream. And one of the effects of that is, it's hard to know the literal words to use to talk about it sometimes. Mm -hmm. Um, So would you like to assist me in explaining some of these words that people can use?
1: Yeah, I'm going to educate you on the queer slams of China. But we can start from the very basic, like, because LGBTQ is a Western um, creation, right? So right. we don't, um, how should I say it? Mm. I'm
0: fascinated by the point you just said that LGBTQ is a Western construction. Mm-hmm. Um, Is there sort of an analogous Chinese construction?
1: Mm, there is like an overarching term like Tong but that is not, right. um, overarching. That's definitely not an umbrella term because that exclude the bisexual and trans community, and queer community, and right. non-binary people. So the so word you
0: just used, uh, 同性恋, mm-hmm. uh, what does that mean?
1: 同性恋, its literal translation is same-sex love.
0: Right. Tong means same, 性 means sex, and lian means love. So right. 同性恋, same-sex love. Right. Yeah. And that, as I understand, is sort of the the almost the clinical way to discuss homosexuality.
1: I think it's an official word, mm-hmm. say 同性恋, but it only includes lesbians and gays. Right. So because LGBTQ is still a very sensitive topic in China,
0: uh-huh.
1: um, people don't dare to talk about it in social media or, um, mm-hmm. or in public spheres. So people don't say 同性恋 out loud because that might sound very radical or too much. So people uh-huh. just w- you will say a more like a subtle and euphemistic way. So uh-huh. it's 同志. Tongzi is a literal translation as comrade. Like back in the days during the revolution, Tongzi.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you see a Mao Zedong uh, mm-hmm. a quote that has the word comrade in it, the Chinese is probably Tongzi. Right. And Tong is the same 同, as in Tong Xing Lian. It right. means same. Tongzi. What does the Zhi mean?
1: Zhi, you can understand it as ambition. Tongzi mm-hmm. meaning we have the same ambition. So right. that's kind of like the camaraderie.
0: Right. So you're saying that the more commonly used word could be 同志. Yeah. How did that come to happen?
1: So that word's actually come from Hong Kong back in the 1980s. So uh-huh. the first person who popularized this word is um, a Hong Kong screenwriter called Lin Yihua. He's uh-huh. a gay screenwriter, and he threw this first-ever Hong Kong gay and lesbian film festival, mm. and its Chinese translation is Ji.
0: Hi, it's Josh from the editing room. I didn't want to break Ashley's flow in the interview, but I do want to explain the name of that film festival. It's 香港同志电影节。香港 uh, is Hong Kong. 香港 is translated as Hong Kong because that's closer to the Cantonese pronunciation of those two characters. Uh, the next two, Tongzhi, is comrade or gay or lesbian, and then Dianyingjie, Ying. 電影。meaning uh, literally electric shadows but that means movies or films dianying and then jie means festival or special day a lot of holiday names have jie as the last word like spring festival chunjie so xiangang tongzhi hong kong comrade movie festival xiangang tongzhi all right back to the show
1: 香港同志电影节. So instead of 同性恋, he just used 同志. And actually he derives it from that phrase from Mao Zedong, 革命尚未成功, 同志人续努力. Uh
0: The revolution uh, Hasn't is, been done is, yet. is not completed yet. Uh, comrades, we must keep working hard. Right. Okay. That's a great ironic use of the phrase, isn't it?
1: Yeah, it's kind of revolutionary if you think about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so every time you say... Um he's a 这人, So it's like we are having the secretive revolution mm. together, but we don't dare yeah. to put it on the table yet. Yeah.
0: That sentence you just said. Mm-hmm. 这个, meaning this 人, person 是同志, is a comrade. This person is a comrade. Correct. Yeah.
1: But also you hear it um often in those um CCTV news, like, what? like those political figures, you just say, 某某某同志.
0: Right. Back so soon? Yeah, I want to talk about what Ashley just said, 某某某同志. That mo is very useful. It's used to stand in for an indefinite noun. What does that mean? If I say 某个人, 某个人 that just means some person. The mo means like somebody. So 某某某同志 those three mo are filling in for the three characters of someone's name. But she's not talking about a specific person. She's talking about how people use 同志. So she's using mo to fill in for an indefinite subject here. 某某某同志. So keep that mo in mind. It's quite useful. Okay, back to the show.
1: Like those political figures, you just say, 某某某同志. Right. So it's like a very respectful way to call these political figures. Right. But also it's a way that the queer people use to refer to each other.
0: Let's get back to something that I sort of glossed over. Mm -hmm. Um, We talked about 同性恋. How would we use 同性恋 in a sentence? Like, what's the grammar here? Could I say, 我是同性恋?
1: 我是同性戀, yeah, I'm homosexual. Yeah,
0: so 我是, I am am同性恋. Mm-hmm. And you can use 同志 the same way, 我是同志。他是同志。Right,
1: mm-hmm. so 同志 is more like a noun, because 同志 mm-hmm. is a comrade, is a noun. So li is more like an adjective. Oh, okay. But you can also say 他是个同性恋, but that way it might be a little bit derogatory. 他是个同性恋. Oh. So it's, yeah.
0: I imagine it in English if I were to say he is a homosexual. Mm-hmm. That would also feel derogatory because it's totally. too proper. It's yeah. almost putting it in a clinical way. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Almost diagnosing it as a condition or something. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I want to skip back to we talked about tong xing but tong xing lian, the 性, uh, uh, whatever whatever Sing is used for lots of different things like yi singlian. Right. Means straight. Right.
1: Heterosexual. Yeah.
0: Heterosexual. So tong xing same sex love. e means opposite. So e Opposite sex, love, uh, is straight or heterosexual. And also, 雙性戀. Shuang mm-hmm. means?
1: Bi, both. So, Lian yeah. means bisexual.
0: Yeah. 同性戀, Xing Lian. Yeah. Um, we talked about 同志, but there's a female form of this too, right?
1: Mm, it's easy, you just put 女, you just put female comrade to it. So, 女同志.
0: 女同志。Yeah,
1: but I don't, I don't, I would say people don't use 女同志 as frequently as others, because, um, and also it differs from different places. For example, um, there's a very famous, um, singer in Hong Kong, He Yunshi, when Mm. she came out in public, she just say Mm. 我是同志, she doesn't even say 我是同志。女同志, mm-hmm. Because is like a, an umbrella term to refer to the gay, like refer to homosexuals, right? Mm-hmm. So you will rarely hear people call each other here in China, but you will mm-hmm. just say la la lesbian. Oh,
0: La La. Yeah. Yeah. What's the what's the character for La? It's the character that means pull, pull right? So yeah. a pull pole. Pull. But it's, obviously it's not a pull, right? La yeah. comes from, it comes from the English word
1: lesbian. Word. Lesbian.
0: lesbian, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Lala, la. Um, you sent me another word that I hadn't seen before that I love. Mm-hmm.
1: Lesbian is just actually from lesbian, so mm-hmm. lesbian. The sound is very similar.
0: And I love it because literally it's thunder silk side. And if I had to choose a side, I would choose the thunder silk side. There's no question. That's clearly the best one.
1: Well, but when I when I talk about lesbian, I'm only thinking about the fabric. For some weird reason. <laughs> Just lace the edge of the lace. Lace That's what oh, I'm thinking about all the time.
0: Okay. Yeah. I'm not fashionable enough to get that reference. <laughs> um, so would you say that maybe the most common way, and um I hesitate to use the word inoffensive, but one of the most acceptable ways to refer to someone as a lesbian would be lala.
1: Lala, exactly. Uh, so
0: would I say la lala? Lala, yeah. la,
1: Yeah, or Lala, either okay. way.
0: So you don't, you can have the good or not have it. Yeah. Same as or 她是同志, exactly. Both are okay. Mm-hmm. Right? Okay, nice.
1: Uh, but before we move on, I'll say most people, even though we have those Chinese words, but most people just use gay and less. They just use those yeah. Western creations because that's even more layers of protection for the queer people here.
0: Because what do you mean layers of protection?
1: Meaning you don't have to say anything in Chinese, so your parents or your relatives or those people who don't speak English will mm. have no idea what you're talking about. Huh? Yeah, so that gay or that just... My friend is... just gay. My mm. friend is gay.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Or 我朋友是 less. Mm-hmm. My friend is a lesbian.
0: Yeah, 我, me,朋友, is, 我朋友是 gay. 我朋友是 les.
1: Yeah, that's like the most common way people talk about queer issues here
0: on the subject of bringing in english words there are different kinds of la la right Mm -hmm. um you sent me a list of of three could you give us a rundown
1: yeah but before we start i should say because people still have those binary thinking here right so maybe in the united states people are all already over those like you're a butch you're like like femme, people already are over those labels. Mm-hmm. But here in China, even the concept of queer is still new to people because we still like black or white. We don't know, mm. we, we don't, we're not comfortable in those gray areas. Right. So we still have these labels, which I don't, I personally don't like. But oh. yeah, but people still use them all the time on dating apps, in social situations. Okay. So I'll just put that caveat here okay. first. But yeah, but... Basically, there are like three categories of lesbians. All so right. it is T, P, and H, exactly as used here in English. So people just call each other like, 你是T吗? Meaning, are you a tomboy?
0: Oh.
1: Pima, Are you like a femme-presenting lesbian? If,
0: it's, if it means femme, why is it P and not F?
1: So it originates from the Taiwanese word 婆, as oh. in 老婆,
0: yeah. Long wife. Or means wife. Yeah. So
1: that means like a female figure. Mm. So that's like the opposite to tomboy. Right. Which is like more masculine presenting. Right. So T means tomboy, P means femme, mm-hmm. and H is versatile. So somewhere in between.
0: Then why H and not V?
1: So H means half. So it's somebody uh-huh. in between. So you can either be a tomboy or a femme. Yeah. Just versatile.
0: Okay, so let's review what we what we've talked about so far. So the sort of the clinical most proper way to describe homosexuality in a scientific way would be tongxinglian mm-hmm. and heterosexuality yxinglian and bisexuality shuangxinglian. Okay, but the non-clinical non-scientific uh, accepted way to talk about it would be tongzhi, comrade, uh, and new tongzhi is not commonly used Instead, we use words like lala yeah. Or the less often used but infinitely more metal, Lei hmm um, So we're talking about LGBTQ, right? We've got, hold on, L, B, G.
1: We've only covered L and G.
0: L and G. Uh, for B, we said, Shuang Xing Nian. But is there a, a better way to talk about
1: it? No, there's only one way to talk about them. Really? Yeah, because they don't have much of like attention and exposure, so they only have one word.
0: So what else? We still have a few more letters here.
1: Uh, t, so transgender, in mm-hmm. Chinese,
0: kua xing bie
1: Kwa means transgress, like uh, trans. Right. Kua xing, bie. xing bie means gender.
0: Kua xing bie mm-hmm. crossing, gender, or transgendered. We have one more letter, Q.
1: Q, so in English, it's queer, so mm-hmm. in Chinese, it's cool-er. Cool-er. Cool, so mean when you say somebody's cool, uh that's very baffling um <laughs> cool just it's like exactly as you hear it cool
0: yeah like if somebody
1: is cool you can say ni ku
0: yeah we've talked about this in the show before with the different guests, how cool is sort of a, just a transliteration of the english cool and you can use it in the same way right um but here cool you added an r on mm-hmm, the end mm-hmm. so it's just a it's just a transliteration of queer, queer.
1: but also r in chinese means sun so also oh, meaning like a cool kid, a cool kid. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, son, kid, not only son, not only the male part, but kid. Yeah, cool kid.
0: Is this word commonly used? Because as you mentioned, LGBTQ, this acronym is a Western creation. I have never heard the word queer before. Mm. Is it commonly talked about here?
1: Well, for people within the community, they have the awareness of the, queer, the concept of queer because it's like an umbrella term to um, mm. talk about people who have like, unorthodox, um, mm. abnormal quote-unquote, uh, gender um, expressions or sexualities. Mm-hmm. So it's more commonly used within the community, but for people outside the community, I feel like they don't have any idea of it.
0: Yeah. How would you use that in a sentence?
1: Tasker go queer.
0: Ta oh, so the same as Tongju um, okay. or 啦, yeah. 她是个, Can you say 她是酷儿?
1: Yeah, either way okay. or 她是, both as non-adjective. Okay mm-hmm.
0: um, so I think we've I think we've done it. I think we've got all the words in there, right, haven't we? Let's do a review. I will quiz you. On your Chinese.
1: Please. Challenge accepted and
0: feeling nervous. <laughs> Ashley, I think you spent too many years in America. You've mm-hmm. forgotten your Chinese. Let's do the rundown. What is the clinical scientific uh, word for homosexuality? Uh, heterosexuality. Bisexuality. Okay, so far so good. We're getting there. Yes. What is the more commonly used, acceptable, comfortable way to refer to a... A gay guy A gay person A gay guy Yeah Yeah Well gay guy as opposed to gay girl, right? Because there's two different words for it
1: mm-hmm. Well, for both gay guy and gay girl, you can call them 同志
0: Ah, right, right, right Yeah, yeah, yeah uh, But if it's, a, if it's a woman, we might say something else such as La la Yeah Okay, two more Two more to go Transgendered 跨性别 Okay And queer core Congratulations, you get 100% You're the best Um. Well, thank you very much, Ashley, mm-hmm. for coming and talking to me no about problem. this No problem My pleasure That's all the MSG we have for you today. If you want some more, or if you want flashcards, find us on Facebook or Twitter. Just search for Mandarin Slang Guide. If you want to join our WeChat group and have a chat or even meet some of our guests, send us an email. The email is mandarinslangguide at gmail.com and I'll pull you into the WeChat group. Thanks again to Ashley of course for being a wonderful guest. If you want to know more about her project Out China, you can search for it almost anywhere. I'll put a link to her YouTube channel in the description, but basically just search Out China and you'll find it. And then thanks as always to Himalaya for being a great place not only to listen to podcasts but also to host your podcast for free, like I do. Himalaya, it's free. Also, I want to give a very special backwards thank you to heteronormativity for making the topic of this episode relevant and necessary. And of course, as always, last but not least, thank you to you, the listener, for listening. I live for your feedback, so drop us an email or find us on Facebook or Twitter or WeChat or wherever you do your thing. And uh, I'll be glad you did. So, 再见, 再会, 再聊, bye bye.